This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I am your host, Laura Lummer, and this episode is coming out on the first day of April. It will publish on Friday, April 1st, which I cannot believe it's April. We're in springtime already. It's amazing. And I've talked about this the last couple of weeks, but the first day of April is the anniversary of the month that I opened the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership. It's a really big deal to me. And you know, it's not just a big deal because I opened this life coaching membership for breast cancer survivors. It's a big deal to me because it was a major step in my life to go from a diagnosis of stage four metastatic breast cancer and deciding that what I do and the work that I do is so important to me that I was going to figure out how to make that happen and continue to serve the audience that I serve, the members that I serve, and do what I love to do. So I'm not just thrilled that this is the one-year anniversary of the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership, but I'm just so damn happy that I made that decision. And you know, I think it's it's just, it's so good to be on your own team, you know? It's so good to ask yourself, what do I need? How do you want to live? How do you want to feel? And to understand the work that goes, that went in behind all of that and to be in that place where I didn't have to go into fear. I didn't have to go into pulling back from life. I could still decide not to play small. I could still decide to continue my work no matter what the circumstances or no matter what the outcome of things that I can't control. I could take back my power over the things that I could control. So this month means way more to me than just the anniversary of opening a membership. And I intend all month long to celebrate. I intend all month long to encourage you to join me in the Better Than Before Breast Cancer membership because I know that it will change your life. I know the impact it will have on you. I've seen it with all my other members, with my Empower members. I've seen it myself. I know the power of coaching. And to start off, I am offering half off of all of my one-on-one coaching sessions throughout the month of April. That's both for my members who already get a member discount on my one-on-one coaching, but for everyone in the general public as well, because I want to share as much coaching this month as I possibly can. And I also have some special coaching bonuses that will go to people who enroll in the life coaching membership this month. So very, very excited to share that with you. You can find out all of the details at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. And you can sign up for personal sessions 
at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash 184, or just go to my website and go to coaching and support and you can sign up for a one-on-one coaching session with me, or you can join the membership. Okay, so let's go back for a minute and talk about how I opened this show by speaking about how I feel like I'm in such a good place where I have my own back, where I support myself, where I ask myself, what's important to you? What do you need right now? And I make the decisions that I make, the choices that I make to do the things that I love, and I support myself in doing that. And that's a very important thing. I see posts and I hear other survivors talk all the time about the emotional toll of breast cancer. And I, in those posts, oftentimes hear them beat themselves up. I coach women who are stuck in a place of deep regret for the decisions they made to take life saving, potentially life saving treatments. And now after the fact, question those decisions and beat themselves up for it. And it's not only in the experience of cancer, it is in the experience of being a human and this human brain that we have. And our human brain just has a tendency to be way more of a thug than it is a friend. And so we have to teach it. It's kind of like that unruly baby. Like it's Lord of the Flies happening in between our ears, right? And only the strongest survive. So we have to get to that place in life where we decide that it's not going to be a badge of courage to beat yourself up. Where we decide that the emotional toll that cancer and life takes on us is not going to be stacked on by our own behaviors and thoughts. Like We are not going to add to that emotional toll. We're not going to make that bill bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But we're actually going to give ourselves a break. We're going to give ourselves some grace. We're going to decide to be our own best friend. So before I talk more about that, I want to share something with you. Last week, I did a workshop, Confusion After Breast Cancer, and the turnout was great. The workshop was great. The women are amazing. And I want to share a clip from that workshop with you because I think that it's very powerful in terms of what we're talking about here and about having your own back. And I hope that it will give you an insight on how your brain isn't always your friend, but how that doesn't have to have the power in your life that it does have. So I want to play that clip for you right now. I want to start off with a bit of an analogy. When I think about confusion, when I think about indulgent emotions, Now, and I'll tell you a little bit more about indulgent emotions in a minute, but when I think about confusion and being stuck in in indulgent emotions, it's as if you were in a jail cell. And for the purposes of this analogy, your brain is your jail cell. And we're in this jail cell, but the door is unlocked. But two things are going on with us. One is we don't know we can open the door. We think this is it. 
Like, this is my reality. This is it. I can't get out of it. And I keep going round and round in circles in my reality because I don't know that I have the ability to open that door. The second thing that often goes on is I know I can open that door. I've heard there's ways to open that door. But if I get on the other side of that door, it might be even worse than inside here. Because inside here, I've still got three hots and a cot. Outside there, I don't know. If I make a choice and I open that door and it's worse out there than it is in here, not only will I have to experience that, but I'll make a decision more often than not that if it is worse out there than in here, I will also beat myself up for having made that decision. I will tell myself how dumb I am. I knew it. You're so stupid. You always do the wrong things. So now I'll have self-flagellation, self-loathing, all that piled on top of what I'm afraid might be on the other side of that door. So we stay inside the cell. We're not happy. It's not comfortable. It's not fun, but it's familiar. And we think somewhere in our brain, staying here where it's familiar is safer. So I think that would probably sound familiar to a lot of you. And I just want to add to that visual the idea that each one of those bars in that cell is, is just a thought. It's each one of your thoughts that hold you back, that keep you in this place where you feel stuck or sad or uncomfortable. And, you know, when we're in a place in our brain where we say, I'll feel better or I'll feel safer because this is familiar, that always reminds me of this deep desire we have to go back to normal. We want to go back to what we knew. And if we can give ourselves the permission to have our own back, to be our best bud, to take ourselves by the hand and say, okay, here I am now. Maybe what we move forward with here can be even more amazing than I think. And it will be different because my body has changed and you have to work on accepting that and work on your thoughts around it. But maybe everything can be really good. And if we can get ourselves to the point there where we say, yeah, and we can tell ourselves, you know what, I'm going to open myself to that possibility. I'm going to start noticing each one of these bars that keeps me stuck in this place, that keeps me from trying to get on the other side of that bar, especially because I'm afraid outside of that cell, I'm going to be the person who's going to be the meanest to me, who's going to judge me the most harshly, who's going to say, you're fat, you're not sexy, you're not fun, you've aged, look at your skin. And we just pick ourselves apart all the time, all the time. And if we can sit back and take that visual into our minds and really let it absorb and realize, holy moly, I'm the one keeping myself in whatever position I'm in, in the results that I don't like in my life because of all the thoughts I'm telling myself and because I'm afraid if I break through those thoughts, I'm going to be even meaner to myself if it isn't exactly what I want it to be. In my coaching, we call that the manual. We have a manual for ourselves. We have a manual for life and everybody in our manual. This was a concept taught to me in the life coach school where our manual is here are all the rules. And anytime this rule gets broken, 
I'll be mad. I'll be sad. I'll be devastated. I'll be upset. And so we attach our emotions to these rules. And so when it comes to having our own back rather than beating ourselves up, we have to start looking at the rules we have for ourselves. That we tell ourselves, okay, I go through chemotherapy and then I get done or I go through all of these surgeries and reconstructions and God only knows what else happens to you in, in cancer treatment. And then I'm going to be this certain way when I'm done. And then if I'm not, I'm going to be really mean to me. And we've got to start really looking at that for what it is. Taking in those facts and saying, holy cow, I would never let anyone be as mean to me as I am to myself. And then ask ourselves why. And how can you change that? Are you willing to change that? Are you willing to be the person who picks yourself up? Are you willing to be the person who sits there and rubs the mud off your knee and says, it's okay. I was going to say, let's go sit down and have a cupcake, but we don't want to buffer with food. (laughs) Are we going to be the one who just loves on ourselves because we deserve that love? And if things don't turn out the way we want, if things don't turn out the way we expect, if people don't say the things we want to say, that our emotions are not going to be on all of those strings attached to all of these other people's words, attached to our own imaginary idea of the way life should be now. Because that's all it is, right? It's just an imagination. I imagine this should happen when I'm done with treatment. I imagine this is where I should be a year after cancer, two years, five years, 10 years. I imagine this. You know, I, I, one of the things that I hear women just torment themselves about is the aftercare, right? The aromatase inhibitors, the tamoxifen, the hormone therapies that go on for years after the active part of being in treatment. And yet where I sit and where I stand and the women I interact with, I see the full range. I see the full range of women who are on aromatase inhibitors when they get a recurrence, women who never took an aromatase inhibitor and never got a recurrence, women who took it the whole 10 years and then got a recurrence when they were done. What was the right or wrong decision there? Was one of those decisions right and another one not? Only if it turned out the way you thought? You see, this is, this is the thing. It's that what we want to think about those decisions is the only thing that makes them right or wrong. And we can choose to say the choices I made for myself when I went through this really difficult period of time were what I felt was best for me in that time. That was the answer that came from inside of me. And if it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out, well, I feel like I made the best choice that I could at the time. This is something that I just see so many people struggle with and beat themselves up for and feel guilty about. You know, I took it and went through the misery, got a recurrence anyway. I didn't take it at all and now I got a recurrence. I didn't take it at all and look at me, I'm doing fine. I mean, there's a full spectrum of results that we get from any kind of decision we make in going through cancer treatment and any kind of decision we make in going through life. When we come out on the other side and we think, okay, I want to establish a new boundary and you establish new boundary with someone you work with and then that person blows their top over something and you say, oh my God, it was a bad decision. I knew I shouldn't have set that boundary. And we start taking responsibility for other people's feelings 
for other people's decisions, for other people's perceptions of things that happened, and then tell ourselves it was a bad decision. We've got to start coming back to ourselves as our best friend and asking ourselves, what do I need? And if you need something and you know you need it, you have to ask yourself, instead of saying, what will that person do? What will that person say? How will that person act? What will that person think? Let that be like your safety word when you hear yourself questioning, what will they think of me? And come back and say, what do I think? Do I believe what I'm saying is coming from an authentic and loving place and it's something I actually need in my life? What do I believe here? I'm doing this out of service to me. And that doesn't mean in a selfish way. It means in an authentic way, taking good care of yourself and being your best friend rather than worrying about what everybody else thinks. And they're saying, okay, well, I don't really matter. And I will sit here and be miserable because it's better that I'm miserable, right? Inside the cell than making a difference to change something and then having to deal with something else or with other people and other people's reactions. We've got to come back and be our own best support system. Get a really clear understanding of us. And when we do that and we come from that loving place for ourselves, we're putting that love out into the world, whether it's through a boundary, because we're dropping those manuals. We're dropping this idea that everyone has to act a certain way or I'll be mad or I'll be disappointed or I'll beat myself up. If they act that way, I'll beat myself up. If I don't achieve this, I'll beat myself up. Like we're just this whipping horse. And we have to stop doing that to ourselves. We have to start being our own best friend. I probably said that 500 times here, but I can't say it enough. And I wonder what comes up in your mind when I say that, when I say be your own best friend, do you think, wow, I never really thought about it in that way. Or do you think, what, what? I don't want to be a friend with me. Why would I be my own best friend? Do I like me? Have I ever even looked at myself and said that? wow, I've got some pretty great stuff going on here. I'm a person that has a lot to offer this world. And it's okay if I give myself permission to love myself. It's okay if I look back at all these conditioned beliefs that caring about ourselves and taking care of ourselves is selfish or somehow immodest or somehow self-absorbed. But coming at it from a clean and authentic place of self-care so that we can teach those around us that it's okay to care for themselves as well, that it's okay to be authentically who they are without beating themselves up because we choose not to beat them up too, right? So it's such a beautiful thing to come from this place where you work on that and look at the things that you tell yourself and make a decision. When my brain offers those things, I'm just chopping those bars down one after the other after the other because I'm making a decision right here and now to be my best friend on the other side of that cell door, to wait there for me with open arms and to embrace me as I come through and to just hug me all along the way, right? To support me all along the way on some of those days to say, I know this is hard friend, but we got this together, right? We've got this together. Always being the one that's standing up for you because you deserve it. And that doesn't mean in a defensive way and and an overly protective way. It means in a loving way. Standing up for you means supporting yourself in the decisions you've decided to make in life, supporting yourself in the healing time that you need in life, 
And that just truly being there to be gentle and give yourself grace. And I hope you can bring that visual back to mind. If you find yourself feeling stuck, if you find yourself telling yourself you can't get somewhere, you can't do anything and look at even that thought in itself, when you're telling yourself, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. This is miserable. This is horrible. You know, imagine if you had your best friend sitting next to you and that person kept saying, you're so stuck. You're so miserable. This sucks. This is horrible. Wouldn't you turn to them eventually and say, stop it. You're not helping. You are not helping this situation. And you have to do that now with yourself, right? You have to notice, how am I feeling here? What am I telling myself? And when do I say to myself, knock it off? Knock it off, brain. You're not helping me here. And make a decision on how you want to feel and how you want to think about yourself. All right. I would love to help you with that. So come and find me on Facebook. Come and join the Breast Cancer Recovery Group and come and check out the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership because I would love, love, love to work with you. I just love the magic of having more awareness of our thoughts and making a decision to change certain thoughts and just seeing the power in that in the very moment that it happens when you decide to change a thought or change the way you treat yourself it is just absolutely incredible every time I see it happen in someone how the burden just lifts you know there's just a lightness and a a space for self-love that opens up and it's an amazing thing to witness and I'm holding that space for you too. So come and check out the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership and work with me. Let's celebrate this amazing anniversary together. You can find all the details at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com forward slash life coaching. I'll talk to you again next week. Until then, please be good to yourself and expect others to be good to you as well. Take care. You've put your courage to the test Laid all your doubts to rest Your mind is clearer than before Your heart is full and wanting more Your future's at the door Give it all you got No hesitating You've been waiting all your life This is your moment